Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 853 and a happy Halloween. Ooh. It's Flow Live. I'm joined by the world's spookiest hot dog, J.D. Raider. He's back from his international travels where he was, man, he was really stunting on, on the gram. If you were, if you followed J.D. I did Raider, it all for the gram. Yeah. And the, the <laughs> FOMO was, was out of control. Um, he's the only one that dressed up for Halloween. I did, I honestly, I, as I did my morning Came in here. I didn't even remember it was Halloween. Wow. And then uh, I was quickly Man. reminded when this... Uh... I've already tricked and treated this one. <laughs> yeah? What, yeah, what was your treat? Candy. Oh, you got candy Obviously. already? Wow. Uh, ben, good morning. How are you? Uh, do you have big uh, Halloween plans for you and your kids? Ozzy's going to like... No, you know what? I went with them last night after practice, and oh. they, they're going tonight in my mom's neighborhood, and I will be coaching practice, so... Okay, yeah. interesting. What is Ozzy going as? Ozzy the Hulk. Oh my gosh, that's too perfect. He's I can see him just like Hulk smashing some bowls as they get held out for him, and I'm just <laughs> taking a bunch of them. Yeah, it was a good night last night. We had fun. Played. They, they went and got a lot of candy. Played, had some friends over. They played. Life's good. Yes. Um. So life is good because wrestling is so back. This year, this uh, the season, it's happening. The WrestleOffs gave us a nice little taste. A couple uh, interesting storylines out of that. Primarily, the Ohio State WrestleOffs were the were the topic of discussion. As the, uh, I feel like Ohio rest- State, uh, the WrestleOffs Frequently. are always of note. Let me think of the most relevant. Um, <clears throat> who did? Ian Paddock, I think, beat Hunter Stieber at a WrestleOff mm, once. I think that happened. Uh, I remember when Daniel was it Daniel Frischkorn pinned Johnny Thompson. Now we're going way back, Oklahoma State baby. Dean Heil got beaten well, by someone in his wrestle off. I remember Chance Marsteller lost to like maybe, maybe this wasn't wrestle offs actually with Chance. He lost to like Chris Koo in like I think it was actually a tournament. But Dean lost to someone kind of out of nowhere. It might have been the little Crutchmer, but I don't even remember at this point. Um, so yeah, there Oklahoma State has had a couple juicy ones. And then yeah. Gas Tank Gary, we first learned about him when he knocked off Chase Singletary. G-T-G. We said, who yeah. is G-T-G. Gary Traub? GTG. 
I remember F doing FRL like the next day and be like, who is Gary Traub? He just beat Chase Singletary. He was like the number three uh, recruit in his class. Little did yeah. we know. It was a legend um, in the making. In the making. Man, but this year they're uh, – so Iowa has not like announced or put anything out. Oklahoma State has not. Penn State has not. I don't think I've seen Michigan. So most of the best teams haven't put anything out. Well, Nebraska had secret wrestle-offs, but they were public, and they were giving out free donuts, but they just didn't post the results. Free anyway. donuts? Was it, they have a sponsorship by Krispy Kreme or what? It didn't say that. No sponsorships. I think just Mark Krispy Manning. Krispy Kreme is overrated. I think, anyways. All right. Just don't. Let's not. You just got back. We were getting along <laughs> so well. Um, but, uh, no, Coach, I'm sure this sounds like a Coach Manning move. that he would, Let's give the fans some donuts. Uh, did you but, see how much uh, long, flowing gray hair Mark Manning has now? Did you see that video that was out a couple yeah, weeks ago? It's almost like turning blonde. It's like getting uh, <laughs> so gray. It's blonde. It's so it's so gray. It's blonde. It looks kind of awesome. He's going full uh, like, Targaryen. Oh, well, I yeah. like I like it when uh, older people just go gray because it's like, dude, at a certain age, we know you're faking it. You, you know, they get yeah, to like sixty five, like you ain't got black hair. I know you're lying right now. Yeah, <laughs> like jet black hair. <laughs> like not likely. Yeah, I'll probably be gray soon. I'm getting I'm getting them on the side. I won't uh -oh. fight it. I'll lean into it. Yeah, my granddad had <laughs> epic white hair. It looks so cool. I'm not even I'm not even mad at it. You look uh <laughs> stately, maybe is the word. There you go. That's a good word. Yeah, so I don't know if that these better teams are not putting out the wrestle-offs or if they're not going to do them at all. Uh, but, I mean, season literally season starting this week. We're getting a whole bunch of matches, tournaments. Uh, we might just not see them. Ben, do you put any weight on wrestle-off results? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I, I think some there way. are some people that literally do not. They're like, they wrestle every day in the room. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the final verdict, um, but I think wrestle offs really allow you to focus because anytime you have practice, generally there's 30 guys wrestling at one time, you know, and you're probably kind of have your attention darting all over places. So when you get to put, you know, two matches out or whatever, and say go, and then watch exactly what happens, uh, sometimes it's, it's a little bit different than what you would think is going to happen. Yeah. So. Why don't we get to the uh, – well, actually, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit, but maybe through the framework of the wrestle-offs that just happened. So yeah. with Ohio State, they had two really notable results. Uh, first at 141 where uh, Dylan D'Amelio looked like he was going to be the winner of that match there. And you Not know, so fast, my friend. The, the bottom yeah. wrestling of Decatur looked like it was going to once again plague him in a, in a big match, and he could not get away when he needed to. And then he gets a restart with 10 seconds left. And, it, you know, people, some say false start. It, it's hard to tell on the stream. I don't it, think it was a false start. I just watched it. Yeah, I That's didn't it. either. I, my, when I, I saw it, I was that. like, man, I think he got away clean. And he's really quick. Really quick. Yeah, and he's very fast. But then yeah. the, the thing that was most notable to me, and Ben, you just watched it. So you, you yes. it seemed like D'Amelio really just kind of hung out there in the short offense of Decatur and didn't really yeah. wrestle. He really froze there and gives up a go behind. <laughs> I thought time was out. Oh, that's what it looks been. like. I thought time was out too. It was close. It sure looks like it. Yeah. And then, I mean, but the other thing is, okay, so, um, you know, I, I read the results, you know, and yes, Decatur won at the end, but he was winning a lot of the match, right? He was, he got his escape at the start of the third period to go up three to two. He was winning, um, 
till like what 30 seconds left when Demilio gets the takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, so Demilio is a guy that was, you know, had a pretty good year last year. Coach Ryan said, Hey, he's been working really hard to get even better. And so maybe, you know, Jordan Decatur beating him. Yes. Like this would be one where I need to see Decatur do it in a, in real tournament situations and dual me situations and probably throw him in there. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe he's, maybe he's that good or maybe yeah. it's just stylistic and Demilio always struggles against Decatur. Yeah, it, it could be that, but I mean, he, Emilio really had the, you kind of you kind of have it one there, up mm-hmm. two and on top. Uh, but yeah, I I give, I thought there may have been time. It was definitely close. They didn't take a look at it interestingly because they took a look at the uh, the Karchla Hepner takedown because I was like when they didn't look at it, I was like all right they probably just don't have review here. But then when they looked yeah. at it at sixty five, I was like oh they should have just looked at the clock and made sure. But maybe they did quickly and said yeah he was out in time. Um, well, really, I just Demilio just kind of hung out there and should have just wrestled off. Don't yeah. hang out on your knees. And um, I think well, that... yeah, I mean, there was such short time left. And okay, so here here's the thing. Um, so I'm actually going to disagree with you here. Okay, uh, we can we can fight about it. Okay, so if there's any rival if coaching an, philosophies, well, if there's an infinite amount of time left, right? If there's like a lot of time left, um, wrestling out of the front headlock is generally good because you give them more opportunity you know what i'm saying like if they have 45 seconds left who knows the ref might leave you down there for 45 seconds and they might get three or four or five attempts to try to go behind you but in that situation i think they restarted with 10 seconds left so by the time they got a headlock there might have only been five left right it was it was not a lot of time left and so trying to get out while it may get you out and may prevent him from having future opportunities. It does also make you more, more vulnerable for a few seconds. Yeah. And especially those little guys with the good grips, like they can grab. Cause I believe he had one of his arms. I can go yeah. back and rewatch. Um, man, sometimes and to carry to like a really slick, like shoulder, like slipped his arm out to go behind. But sometimes the guys with good grips, like a giant to Julius, you can never get out of them. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it is less risky to just hang out there if it's a few seconds. While I will defer to you um, yeah. in every coaching scenario ever, I will say I'm not going to take away the teaching moment. I when Caleb and I were watching, I was like, because he has a problem where he hangs out on yeah. his knees too much in wrestling. I was like, you don't want to stay yeah. on your knees very long, so you can't take yeah. that away. But yeah, you're you're pro- probably right. Nah. Either way, I I don't think this is a, a thing for Ohio State at 141. I think it's still going to be Demilio. Um, but why not? Why don't they? Uh... I mean, obviously, they're both going to... Are they going to Michigan State Open this weekend? Yes. What Decatur if Decatur figured not, it out? Decatur has not redshirted um, at this really? point. Yeah. So, he still has a redshirt available, as does um, Bryce Hepner, which I didn't realize. But with all the COVID stuff, he does have a redshirt available. So, very likely see him redshirt. And then, I'm not sure what the fallout will be in the next year like does Karchla go up and he slides in at 65 Hepner is certified at 57 I believe so he could go down but I don't know if that'll be the the move but it was a it was a yeah. weird match if you if you watch the Karchla Hepner match Hepner won I said definitely not a takedown for Karchla yeah, yeah definitely yeah, not he, he never has, got he has yeah, the... that arm out yep uh, I agree arm I agree that was not two and then so Karchla got a stall point and so it was 1-1 going into the third, Karchla's choice. He goes under, and he gets ridden, um, I say two minutes straight. He was ridden the entire period and lost uh, 2-1 riding time. But there were, like, some restarts in that third period, and he couldn't get away. 
So yeah, it was good top work, obviously from Henry. He's a good leg rider. He had a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um, never terribly close to a turn, although there were a couple like sort of flurries where you could see maybe um, where he was getting close. But yeah, at the end of it, it's it's bottom work, and and um, you know that's something that is has plagued Ohio State wrestlers at, at times. It's been, you know, Tom Ryan hasn't avoided that discussion at all or that um, that fact. Yeah. So it, it happened again, but no stakes. And, I again, like with 141, I don't see this impacting the, uh, the season for Ohio State in terms of their starting lineup. It's still going to ultimately be Karchla. And, honestly, if they were to wrestle off again, I think you probably you, you would probably favor Karchla to, to get the win. The, I mean, the, but he got – okay, so um... – I don't disagree. Like if you said, Ben, you actually have to have put money on one of these guys. I'm probably betting on Karchla, but at the same time, Karchla got no takedowns and no. couldn't get off bottom. So like, how's he going to win? Well, I, if you watch that, right? yeah, I, I think there's five minutes of him working to score and couldn't. And you know, the guy gave up two stall calls as a result. You can maybe push yeah, for that. Of course. You could definitely push for that earlier. You could also say, man, you were, 80 to 90 percent to a takedown you're on a leg you just need to clean up one finishing position and you'd, you'd have won and no one would be talking about this match probably other than you know hepner wrestled them tight uh yeah i mean i think it'd be notable because like you know anytime you see a really good guy have a, i mean like uh in mizuji wrestled mauler only beat uh nate pullion by a point and I, you know i tell you I was like hey what the heck happened here uh and ask some questions because you know it's kind of rare when uh, I feel like when one of the returning guys who's placed really high is that close. You get a lot. I feel like maybe I say a lot, but it, it happens more often than maybe we realize. And, and this wasn't a wrestle-off result, but in a way, you know, like when Sal Mastriani beat Devin Carter in 2014 or 13, that was like a big eye-opening thing. Like a lot of people were surprised by that. But I think anytime you're wrestling guys in a room that much, it's it kind of lends itself to some – Either tighter results or the occasional upset, even. Every year, there's yeah. tight results and the occasional upset and wrestle offs. Mm -hmm, for sure. And then ultimately, the better guys go on. But I, I as far as you know, the framework of <clears throat> wrestle offs determining lineup, um, I think it's like the way most coaches view it is like a, it's like a starting point. It's like a data point in. in a series of season data Get points. Get out there. It's pretty rare you get to like Big Tens or, or like conferences and like still don't know like who who it kind of yeah you end up knowing right in general like there's there's some um, really cl close ones but yeah. generally you know yeah I was gonna say that there's some that are, that are close where you could say like coin flip like who's gonna do better at nationals and you're like eh, it's like both of them will probably get like two wins you know what I'm saying yeah. like. There's been a bunch like that. Yeah, Karchla never uh he never really got all that close to an escape or reversal. No. There's one time where they called Pinch Dangerous, so I thought maybe he was progressing in the right direction, but mm -hmm. not that close. Not super close for sure. Um I would say some of the more think about like Kassar Rashid back in that crazy season for Penn State. Um Clark Ramos. Clark well no Clark Clark Gilman. Clark Gilman was nuts. Uh Shoot, there were some crazy thirty-three ones at for Iowa back. Like Tony wasn't his Tony's freshman year. There was like there was Tyler Clark and Tony yep. Ramos because Tyler Clark was mm -hmm. was really good and he ultimately didn't start. But also, people forget uh, Nate Moore 
was a super good recruit for Iowa. Then oh, as well. yeah. I'm sure you four time Iowa State champion, I, I think. Was like 2008, and, maybe seven, nine, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. Well, it was the 10 11 season was when, when that was happening. Um, so yeah, there were, there were a couple. Dennis Slayton was crazy. Oh, yeah. Because Slayton was the returning finalist, but then he really couldn't make the weight anymore. Um, he had this, like, Joey had this match. It was against Iowa State. I think it was, I want to say it was against Fanthorpe. This was a, kind of a long time ago. But he mm-hmm. came out, gets elbow off, gets the takedown, and then, like, he fell off, off, off a cliff. And then I don't know if he ever started another Oh, I remember that, I think. It was bad. And then Dennis was went the rest of the way and ended up placing. And he turned out to be pretty good, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah I'm good. sure there's other big ones we're, we're missing. Oklahoma State had some, probably one of the more uh, controversial starting lineup decisions with Joe yeah. Joe and Chandler Rogers. That whole dynamic where they had Chandler, Joe Smith, Jacoby Smith between two weights. I think um, that was that was a big thing as well. Okay. Yes. So, um, be, beyond that, re- other notable wrestle off results. FRL listeners will know, uh, I'm high on Tom Crook. He took out Colin Girardi in the wrestle-off. I don't know what that means for their the starting position at 141. I can't believe the, you didn't leave the show with Andy Smith on his wrestle-off. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. He had already beaten. I was surprised to see Stewart in that match. I don't know what was the fallout with Dakota Howard and Stewart, if they even wrestled. But okay. um, to me... To me, right now, Andy Smith and um, Dakota Howard are probably the two best 97s for Virginia Tech. And, um, yeah, Smith dominated. Stewart, well, I, I still, I don't know. Is, is Stewart really a 197-pounder? I don't know. To me, he seems like an 84 once once Bowling graduates, if I had to pick his best weight. Slot him in somewhere. Yep, slot him in. Um, he's not much taller another than one me. that caught he's, my eye. He's not tall. What did? Uh. Graydon Penner, I remember him. He's a Kansas City kid over, uh, over Tate Piccolo because, um, oh. man, I was so impressed with Piccolo at who's was who's number one was it twenty twenty? Yes, uh, he looked great, and then so now he's had a he had a year at Oklahoma, and um, you know, Graydon Penner was a good high school kid, but he was I don't think he was ever a top five guy, was he? He was. Uh, I'm not sure about about him. I do know that for Tate, he's been battling. Like he was injured a lot towards of last ACL, year. I think so. He looked uh, decent at the open, though. He wrestled again at the open. Yeah, there's in a, April. There's, there's a decent amount of depth at, at OU, and <coughs> also Piccolo at 84 is not necessarily where, you know, I didn't know if he'd be a 84 or a 97 collegiately. Yeah. He may do better at 97, where I feel like he would be able to use a little more of his athleticism. Whereas I don't think his defense and athleticism is able to be utilized as much or as much of a difference maker at 184 yeah if that sure. makes sense um yeah so yeah willie mcdougald lost to mitch moore at the at the wrestle offs which is notable as mcdougald was their guy last year and he was pretty pretty freaking tough um yeah. joey cruz lost to joey prada in the battle of the joeys did you watch the missouri wrestle offs were they watchable i didn't they were they're during practice no so they're during we had Evan Wick in for a camp uh, on Saturday because he was coming to recruit the Big Cheese. Uh, so I was up there. Uh, Brian O'Toole, was, uh, he, he came in, stopped in. He was giving me some play-by-play for a second. And then I 
I took off and went to the big cheese. So no, I did not watch any of them. I know Clayton lost a close one to uh Harmon. Uh Sean Harmon three two. And I, I didn't did hear that. anything I mean, about Hawks, did you? Hawks uh, he was in the room when I was there. down there coaching. Uh I don't know if he wrestled off or exactly what the deal was, but I think maybe he had a minor injury. Maybe that's what was the deal. Something like so that. Zachary Seltzer wrestled a match at thirty three and twenty five. I don't know what that means. Yes. Um, I don't know what that means either. I thought like, the name was Zeke also. I think they mistyped yeah, it maybe. I thought it was Zeke as well, yeah. but it's listed as Zachary here. And mm-hmm. no certain, didn't see any certain, didn't see, uh, I guess, every start. I knew that was, yeah, I knew that was the case. Okay. He already knew. Old news. <laughs> uh, also for Virginia Tech, Ventresca beat Flynn 3-1, sudden victory. Yep. So he appears like he'll be the, the guy, at least at the start. Um, and depth at 125 for Virginia Tech for sure. Two very solid yeah. dudes. Yeah, I know. There's um this year with the new rule. Oh, I had a question for you last night. I thought about this as I was going to sleep last night because I don't know the NCAA rules as well as you do. Wow. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start with the NCAA rules question. Then I'm gonna say my other thought. If someone were to gray shirt this year, they mm-hmm. they do not attend college. Right. Um, can they go to open tournaments? Because first years can't go to open tournaments if they're on a college team unless they're attached well obviously if you're not on a team it's impossible mm-hmm. to be attached so can they attend yeah i would i don't see what reason they couldn't and then can they use that red shirt and still use the true freshman five events yeah yeah these are these are people on the fringes of society <laughs> college wrestling yeah i mean there's not a lot of gray shirts anymore but yeah i was i was no. thinking about that yeah you could do that like uh cody chinum i think is a guy that will be doing that this there. year i would imagine i mean he was wrestling in college opens last year assume he yeah. could do that again this year i, I don't see any reason they couldn't because they're not in that ncaa realm at all yeah they can't NCAA couldn't regulate them um well they could regulate them by saying something like if you do this then you start your eligibility clock starts or something to that yeah. effect obviously it could be like regulators mount up <laughs> Why? What about this? I got another one for you, Christian Piles. I'm not done with these this grilling session. Um, right. What if they want to go wrestle in a freestyle tournament? Yeah, I think they could do that. They can do that. Gray shirts can do it and red shirts. I think you can do whatever you want shirt. if you gray you can shirt. Do anything you want. Like shit. Gray shirt, no rules. No rules. It's like an outback. Well, that's not else. true. You guys are wrong because if you do 12 credits, then your clock starts. So you cannot do whatever you want. Well, if you're, then you're not gray shirting. Yeah, but nobody wants to take school. <laughs> These people should not be doing school. They should be wrestling. This is what matters in life. Uh, you guys are funny. Okay. Um, no, the thought the thought that I had with these non non wrestle offs or people not having wrestle offs is I think there's more and more of these tournaments coming around where, um, like for example, the one that Mizzou's doing on Flow on November 12th. I believe each team could take 20 people. Right. Yeah. So like they can take. So I think there's more of those tournaments where there people are taking like multiple people per weight class and so they're you know you're gonna see their results play on competition which obviously is more relevant to all uh to all college coaches than the wrestle off yes for sure it is and we'll see some pretty uh pretty competitive opens this weekend michigan state and southeast are probably the top two in terms of competition uh michigan state is always really tough way to start the season and we're gonna see a lot of a lot of all Americans potentially there, some really tough uh, freshmen. So looking forward to that for sure. 
Kozak already has a preview out about that. I'm pulling it up here. Yeah. Nice, Mr. Kozak. And, you know, we didn't mention Jesse Mendez yet, but here we go. Uh, he pinned Koontz basically immediately. He got a nice go behind. Then he count, ended up in a front headlock and just whipped him over for the fall. And could see him. We could see Bird, Ragason, Foley, Wyatt Henson oh, baby. could be in the mix. Let's and um, I don't know if Chris Cannon's an option, if Northwestern goes to this, but I don't think they do. But... Um, he get dropped in a hey, very competitive. No, uh, no Buzakis at the Ohio State wrestle offs. Well, it was interesting because he he did a like a speech in the middle of it, like a I don't know, like the 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 music, the audio wasn't on, so I don't know what he said. But he was like, I don't talking, know what he said, he was talking to the crowd. But he looked he looked fine. Wait, no, no Buzakis did not wrestle. I don't know if he's contending for the spot or like, you know, attempting to make the team or if he's just kind of like, I'm going to redshirt this year. Uh, but they're both 33 pounders. So Mendez, I think uh, has, has no interest in redshirting. So there you go. Um, Hopefully he wrestles this year though. Like hopefully we see him at MSU. Yeah. Some matches at least. Hey, uh, NC state. We never talked about these results. A mm. uh, couple, a couple interesting things here. Um, so I think uh, Jackson Arrington won 149. He'll be a true freshman. It'll be interesting to see if he goes. I think he's probably their best option. Yeah. Um, and then, we- man, they are deep at 74 because Singleton beat Milano, who had a really good redshirt year in the first shot, and then he lost to Del Signori in the in the like fi- final or whatever you call it. So I thought Singleton was going to be their guy, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's going to redshirt. Yeah, and, and that's the neat thing for NC State is, well, one, they've got this depth. That's always great. But yeah. two, they've got – they're going to be able to put Singleton in some of those scenarios and see how he responds without burning his shirt if he is the yeah. best guy. But it could be – Del Signore is just the the big dog in that Del room. Del right was 20-8 and eight last year, so good redshirt year but not great. Took some losses to guys that were, eh, they're, you know, they're all right but not amazing. He lost to Christian Kinsey, who I'm not familiar with. Uh, but... Oh, whoa. No, here's how I didn't look. Dude, I was just looking at their rankings because I didn't know most of these dudes. He wrestled 97 and 84, and now he's down at oh, 74. Oh, jeez. Well, that'll I do know, the right? Um, He's doing the Dane Pistano. Yeah. <laughs> he's going full <laughs> Pistano. This has not been attempted in recent history. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so maybe you know that could be a part of it. He's it's just a guy getting plugged in, being a team player at, at his non-natural weight. Now he can go seventy-four and uh, maybe have mm-hmm. some good results. But also, man, NC State is just kind of known for guys with great depth, with bad records, and then they you know time in the room and they get better. So that wouldn't be a surprising result. That's also but, true. So yeah, we will see uh, how that pans out for NC State at one seventy-four. And we've been talking about Arrington for a little bit, like, as you've looked at 149, like, man, are they really going to do that? And 149 at the ACC could have a couple interesting freshmen with Henson and Arrington both in the mix there. Yeah, for sure. So looking forward um, to that. Any other wrestle-off? Yeah. Uh, Nick you, in I the chat is uh, saying we're supposed to mention Casey Swiderski. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he kind of snuck by. Uh, I don't think Iowa State streamed it, but I did have boots on the ground. Boots on the ground? Boots on the ground. And Dan Raider. Pants, boots, boots. My you father. Know, one, of the, one of my favorite all-time things is totally what? set. Have you guys seen Pants on the Ground? 
Yeah, looking like a fool with his hands <laughs> on the ground. Oh my god, I loved that so much. I watched it a hundred times. Greatest that, thing ever. That's a great. Wow, what a uh, callback. Uh, I think that was American Idol. <laughs> American Idol, yeah. You love American Idol. The, the, the age, the age limit was like thirty-two, and he was like sixty-seven or something. Yeah, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, Never give up on your dreams. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, uh, uh, so great. All right. Okay, but this kid wasn't that good last year, and he was a high schooler, and Swiderski barely beat him. So, maybe we My need dad to... said Swiderski must be sucking some weight or something. He looked real good in the first 245 and then gassed. Uh-oh. That's our, that's our pants on the ground reporting. That's right. So, he only won 6-5 against Jacob Frost, so maybe, you know what, this is good. We, we, we were, yeah, hold we were talking ourselves into some wild titles. Casey Swiderski stuff. We got to yeah. – those brakes needed pumped, and this, this hey, helped. Hey, he, he didn't pull a Kartzler, though. He, he didn't lose. He, he did not. I don't. I dare say, um, Bryce Hepner is a is a more formidable <laughs> opponent than, than Jacob Frost. But I don't yeah. know much about Jacob Frost. So he was he was decent. He was one of those kids that uh, didn't him and his brother move from Louisiana, Louisiana. to senior year of high school oh, in Iowa. Yep. What is the deal with kids doing that in Iowa? Because there's been a lot of kids who moved to Iowa for their senior year, and it's like like is there some deal like with in state tuition or something? Like why is it's weird? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Maybe. Cause, Just, cause I think also, like, like, they moved from Louisiana where they probably didn't have a, the best training situation. Okay, but I can name lots of people. I mean, Gabe Arnold's doing it this year. Uh, that well, he Josh did it so he, feels like, so he could be, like, in Iowa City. Okay. Because, like, with other states, like, it, they might move earlier. Like, Stillwater, we talked about. People are moving there, like, earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Iowa, it seems like for whatever reason, it's only their senior year. Didn't they have the other kid that moved from somewhere to Bettendorf? Was it a Pennsylvania kid? He's going to Iowa. Freddie Stroker? Not him. No, he, he did was from Bettendorf. He didn't go to Iowa. But yeah, no, the yeah. bigger kid. Uh, well, he was in the Fargo Finals, two twenty. Colby Franklin. Yeah, didn't he move? Yes. yes. But I think another one. That was also he was in a roster battle at Wyoming Seminary. And like okay. lost, so he couldn't compete at 195. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to Iowa, uh, and I'm not starting for okay. Wyoming Seminary. I'm going to Iowa City High. I'm just go and train. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know all the dirt here that you guys give me the dirt. But I, don't, I, just, I don't know. I just noticed. maybe maybe you do get in-state tuition if you live there a year. That could be a very real thing that I'm not aware of. Yeah, because it feels like it's only their senior year. It doesn't feel like they're moving there like early, early. It feels like just the senior year they moved to Iowa. Yeah, weird. Who knows? So. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's stuff like that, though. Okay, so yes. Swiderski wins, but he won. He did win. Oh, close, so, but he won. So they're going to have some tough match. I mean, he's got Little Rock, Campbell, and Wisconsin this weekend if Swiderski wrestles all the matches. So um, he's got some scrappy battles. Yes, and uh, other notable results. Uh, MJ Guyton pinfall Julian Broderson. Mm-hmm. At 174, and he had already Guyton had already beaten Rojas, correct? So Guyton's cut. He's, he's, he's a fun guy to watch too. He kind of. What did the pants on the ground say? Uh, <laughs> what did pants on the ground say? Didn't mention Guyton, but I uh, when I was there uh, a couple weeks ago, two months ago, whatever it was, like he was one of the guys in the room that was like just throwing the kitchen sink, doing big he's fan fun. of like double overs, slide buys, stuff like that. Sounds like Ben. Good. Nice we kitchen sink guy. You, you need a good kitchen sinker on your team. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that's that's interesting for the for the Cyclones, and they'll be tested uh, by Wisconsin. That's a tough duel. No, no David Carr, but I feel I'm gonna put it out there. I bet he starts this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Tuesday. Uh, we my might Tuesday have a headline. This weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I think he matches up pretty well against Hamity, but I'm not sure. I mean. He didn't look great at, at NCAs relative to what we expected from him. Yeah. I think I think we'll see a different David Carr this weekend. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to see if there are any other relevant. You know, Nebraska had wrestle offs, but they did not. I don't know if I mentioned they're not published anywhere. You um, mentioned they were secret. They're secret. There were a couple. We need pants. We need pants on the ground to attend next time. We need pants on the ground. I can and... probably get some Nebraska pants on the ground. Pants on the ground, donut in hand. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how we say. Listen, last, last year some Homer Simpson pants on the ground. Don't don't get your hopes up too high, but there might be some free donuts for you. Uh, so yeah, that is really all I. If you want, if you're smart, you would just go to Flow Wrestling and look at the D1 wrestling. Go through tracker, the whole list, and then you can look at all of them. Uh, all the ones. But that it was disappointing. I kept trying to scroll and find some of the ones I told you about that I wanted, and they're just not on there. They're just not there because they didn't they didn't happen. Yes, and that's all we can. That's all we can do. Uh, Keith Gothard says Hamity's winning that match, and then he said, "Yeah, I said it." Yeah, Illinois bias. Oh yeah, Illinois he, guy. He has he an Illinois bias there, but there's a chance Hamity wins that match for yeah. sure. Yeah, you can't rule that out. No so way. you're saying there's a chance? Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, I'm betting Carr, but I think there's a yeah, I think there's a chance. Okay, Avery Gaming says I can confirm that they do get uh, in-state tuition. And then he said, CP, check chat. So this is me checking the chat, Avery. And I guess that's what's going on there. So good how would him. you know how to check the chat, though, if you weren't already in the chat? I know. That's what was funny to me. That's why I read that. <laughs> check the chat. There's no other way to say that. Um, all right. Where to uh, at this point? So we talked about the, the relevant wrestle-offs. Oh, inter- in international news. Tadiev is out at Russia. They fired him. He did they, not go willingly. He didn't. He didn't win worlds. Oh, this really? Year. He didn't win worlds this year, so they had to let him go. No, no, no. But JD said he didn't go willingly. I want to hear more about that. Oh, yeah, uh, he don't want to get fired. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Mamishvili fired him. He put up a big long Instagram post talking about basically like WTF. I've had all these really good results, and then like this is unprecedented. It's it's really was, long. Was Mami Ashvili then in the comments? <laughs> yeah, they just fought in the comments. Uh, yeah, just back and forth. But uh, I don't know exactly what they were beefing over, but obviously there's some like political thing, politicking going on behind yeah. the uh, behind the scenes that uh, Mami Ashvili didn't like Tadiev, so gave him the boot, and uh, Gatsalov's going to be the guy now. Yeah, it's, it's I mean like much in Russia, it's probably. It's got to be politically, you know, motivated in some way. Not yeah. in like typical political sense. Um, oh, is that the post right there? Yeah. Zamalabot. And then, well, he does this, all the that typing, and then there's another comment just as long, too, talking about it, too. In the notes? Is a, a lot of the uh, top wrestlers kind of came to his defense, and they were like, I've had great success with this guy. I like him. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, well, it clearly wasn't. It clearly wasn't a decision based on results. Well, we should hire 
him to be your correspondent, Russian correspondent. Oh my god! How about that? What the Bond do? villain? I don't know. That could be. This would be so awesome. Come on, Christian. It would be awesome. Um, I feel <laughs> like he might beat us all up though. Um, uh, yeah, for, man, he starts his his Instagram post formal appeal. <laughs> this sounds like it's when Michael formal... Michael Scott okay. declared bankruptcy. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you can't just type formal appeal, Mr. Tadiev. He declares formal appeal. (laughs) I declared it. I didn't type it. I declared it. And I declared it formally. Therefore, (laughs) I encourage you to to reconsider. It is weird, but, you know, I remember 2016 through 20, they had crazy success with that. uh, Man, I can't remember his name, but... He's an older-looking guy, and they were doing great with him, and they mo- ousted him and, and reinserted Tadiev. And I remember us thinking, like, why did they do that oh. then? And got to figure it's, like, not related 100% to just that. So Here's one quote from Tadiev. Obviously, deciding not to renew the contract with me, the president of the Federation of Sports Wrestling of Russia is guided by far from common sense, putting his personal interests above the interests of athletes in the state. I believe that this is the first person in the history of Russian sports when a coach who is steadily leading the team to high results is fired. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if this has happened in Russia before, but yeah, it it does seem like a weird move. And it, the timing is bizarre too. Like we're not there, there's nothing for them to even I guess the timing could be great in that, you know, you don't have to worry about like continuity when you're not even going to be in any relevant events for a little bit. But yeah, that's true. I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. I mean, there's probably, there's so much nuance with Russia, everything that we probably wouldn't even understand. He also, and it's tough to tell too because of translation, but he also did mention in that post how he supported uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Who supported it? Tadiev? Yeah. And he said the, the Russian freestyle team's support. I don't know if that played a role or anything, but it is weird how he just decided to mention it. Yeah, that's even weird. in this post. I guess he's saying like Putin, I had your back here on this right invasion. Did he tag Putin? He did not tag Putin. You gotta tag him. Is Putin on the ground? Gotta tag him. I don't think so. <laughs> um, he's the only Russian not on Instagram. <laughs> that's My true. Gosh, everyone Instagram. else is. They love it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe that could be part of it i don't know or maybe that's just another reason why he's so mad like is mommy feeling no he's georgian not ukrainian i don't know why i thought ukrainian for mommy's feeling because that could um, yeah obviously that would that'd be strange yeah ukraine anyway so he's out will ben will you apply uh no (laughs) there's no way to help Okay. Uh, uh, Who, uh, but Gatsalov, um, everyone seems to like Gatsalov. Everyone likes um, him. I even like Gatsalov, and he's Russian. So, uh, yeah. Everyone seems to think he's a cool dude. I, I, well, I remember when he wrestled. He was very classy when he wrestled Kyle at Beat the Streets in 2014. I remember thinking, mm-hmm. Man, I like this guy. He's like yeah. super legend, but also really, really seems like he's a good, humble champion. So yeah, I agree. Good, good for him. Maybe I just want a nicer guy in there. Maybe you need someone a little more friendly. I don't know. It's kind of fun to have somebody to root against, though. No. Oh yeah, yeah. for us, uh, it's nice when 
Russia is literally coached like by a Like when Sargush was their 74. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the worst. Ben still has a patch of hair missing. He had to get, had to get a lot of face of surgery to repair it. So he's out. <laughs> he's out of here. So that's all for international news. Do we want to go do more of our team previews? These, this has been a very fun bit, JD. I have to, I have to uh, thank you for it. Um, we got to get the questions in there, though. Hold on. Um, what, where would you like to go next? Wait, let's team? do one team and then questions. One, two, or one or two questions. Only now? one. Only one team. Let's do. Let's get at least one team in before we uh, move on. Okay. While I pull in the questionnaire, why don't you tee up the, our number twelve team in this great nation? It is the one, the only, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, coached by the legend John Smith. Yeah, talk a little bit about their lineup while I pull this. It's a uh, pretty similar to last year's. Uh, so they lost what guys at heavyweight. Uh, we thought they were going to lose forty nine, but. Gfell announced he is coming back. The biggest question marks, I think, are in the middle at 57 and 165. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we just kind of want to run through it, 125. Wait, thought, is Wyatt Sheet still there or no? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to the roster right now. See who's on the roster. As far as I know, he is. Anyways, I assume he is. So at 125, Mastro, 33, Young. Or excuse me, fix forty one young, forty nine G, and then fifty seven sixty five. Uh, I think probably Wyatt Sheets, and then Harper at sixty five. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they think, hey, it's better to move Sheets up to slide Voinovich in at fifty seven. Voinovich was expected to be a forty nine. I think that's what he competed at last year in red shirt. Uh, but with G coming back, obviously, I think that's G spot. 74, mm-hmm. Plot, 84, Whitlake, 97, Cerber, 285, Dose. I think that's how you say it. Maybe you pronounce that T. I don't know. Oh, it's not Doucette? Doucette? I love Doucette. I love Doucette. Man, he tried to get real fancy. This, you send this guy to Europe for two weeks, and he's going, Connor Doucette? I put, I, put in a, I put an E at the end of it to make it sound more formal. Yeah. Darte. Okay. We get it. You are classy. Uh, you're funny. So hey, this... uh, uh, we're like still on the roster at 65 here. Well, don't. Listen. Rosters the roster are the most inaccurate source of roster information, as it turns out. <laughs> they, you're just totally at the whims of not even like the coaches. It's just like, I don't know, someone. Information director. Yeah, some, yeah someone that. You know, updates to every sport. So. Jason in the chat says, Voinovich at 149. G won't be down until wait until maybe Christmas. Maybe Christmas. In oh, which case, okay. yeah, John, we talked about it on the show, I guess. I think so. Anyways, he talks, John's like, let's just say when G came back, he wasn't, he was not close to wait. So it's going <laughs> to be a little bit. Uh, he's like, I'm Don't not going to say what it was. then. Be done with it. I don't know. Because um, he's probably better yeah. at forty nine. Yeah. So this is. Um, I mean, that. If we look at Oklahoma State's lineup, guys, they've had a lot more success going up than down. A lot. I mean, if we just go back to the last fifteen years. I can name freaking so many dudes who went up and had way more success. So maybe they should figure that one out. Well, 
in a similar vein, Luke Serber's coming down to 197 with the departure of uh, Ferrari. And Coach Smith actually was like, he was actually, it was like, man, he lost all this weight. He's like, it was actually too easy. He's like, man, it shouldn't be that, that e- <laughs> it shouldn't be that easy to lose that much weight. And he's like, feels good. So they, they like him. And Oklahoma State seems very excited about Serber uh, for this season. And, We'll see how he does down a weight, but he seems like he's a yeah. reasonably sized 97-pounder if he can make it that easy. Yeah. Um, so this team, Oklahoma State was 14th last year, tied tied with Wisconsin, and they're rolling out what, what I would consider a very similar lineup. Um, yes. And I have a hard time, as we look at this, like, project, like... Where's the improvement going to come from? You know, and you could say Carter Young... Um, and you'll get better production out of 197 because you didn't uh, – I don't think you had Serber down there at that point last year. So, um, yeah, yeah, and, Whit- and Whitlake's know. back he- – so you say Whitlake's back healthy, Carter Young a year better, hopefully a year bigger, and then maybe more production out of 149.57. I don't know. Um, but it feels like kind of a, a really sim- pretty similar team until they, they prove otherwise. Yes. Um, so, how many AAs? You know, obviously Dayton is going to mm. place. Put, can basically put him in Saturday night as is. I'm saying two. Two. Yeah. That's. I think that's the number. I mean, I think the line is two I, and a half because you just, feel decent about yeah plot, plot, two and a half. plot and fix because you look at and then can can Mastro G, um, sneak on there with like well like yeah, maybe. Lake. Yeah, I think the number's two and a half. I'll hit the over. I'll punch it. But Christian, you hit the over on everyone. This is no, what I'm mad no, at you. No. Sparks. I'm going to call you Sparks. I don't hit the over on, on – I've, I've been saying some teams finish the, – it's the higher or lower where we've all been collectively having a trouble saying lower. And I'll say this is the – Somebody called you out lower. in the uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, but they they don't even listen to the show. Because I, I have said that teams would finish lower, so you can't listen to these people. These are not the best teams among us. Serber's got to be really good to get an All American there. So yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, I don't yeah. think he's placing. I'm just saying. I don't he's, think so. It's a good weight class. Twenty five. Mastro could maybe get in there. Hey, you know wrestle off. Oh, total distraction. I'm sorry. This happens sometimes. With Please. Me. I don't know if you've noticed that over the last three years. Um. You know what wrestle we haven't been talking about? Hmm. Arizona State one twenty five. When's that happening? I don't know because I think Courtney's a little banged up. Okay. So I don't think it's happened anytime soon. Yeah, that's a great question, but uh, that hasn't happened yet. That's that was one of those ones though about, where it's obviously... like, unless yeah. Figs just comes out there and I'm like blows him out of the water, like is it really changing anything? Mm-hmm. Like you got an NCAA finalist there. Like he yeah. he's really got to take a downturn for you you to pull him, even if Figueroa's beating him. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll see some Richie this year with the rule. Well, actually, the rule is sort of irrelevant. He's he because he's not a true freshman. freshman last year. Yeah, he's yeah. a true freshman, true freshman, not a true freshman. Um, so maybe they throw him out there some, but mm-hmm. just, just to spell Courtney. But I don't know. He he's really to JD's point. He's gonna have to really separate. Yes. To wind up in there. Great. But that yes, that is a match I would very much like to watch. Indeed. Uh, okay, so what is Max upside for this team? Mm. 
I mean, I don't even have a ton of faith in Plot could place high, but he could also do worse too. He, I mean, he's, a, also, he's a four right now. And also with the, the plot, the question is never is, is well, I won't say never is rarely his Hell. ability. He's just he's injury prone, right? He was injured yes. coming into Oklahoma State, and it's, he had one shoulder freshman year. Yeah, that was tough. He's as tough as they come, so he can handle a lot of that. But that's a that's a question with him. Whitlake we saw last year was hurt, and now we're, we're going to see him up two weight classes, which could be great. But yeah. it's a total unknown. The one weight jump, you know, is typically good. Although we've seen some two weight jumps, and it's not. I can't remember it going like terribly wrong. If it's like an established guy and it's not someone that like, yes, he's like choosing to go up two weights. So I think he could do well. Um, so max upside, I think this could be a top 10 team max upside. Yeah. I'd say if everything falls right for them, Mastro, it's on the podium. Uh, Whitlake gets on the podium plot finishes Top four, fix, two or one. You're looking at a Six, number eight. Yeah. Seven, eight. Yeah. Oof, yeah. I'm but that's, but that's the dominoes falling. Yeah, that's with them falling. This is the max upside. This is the glass half full. Um higher or lower than current ranking. You know, I'll say I'll say lower. If you gotta pick one, you're going lower. Yeah. Lower. Better duel or tournament. Oof. I don't know. This is one That's of the more tournament duel because you get, but well, they have no. It's not a good holes. either one. Yeah, they have no. Let's see, huge holes. No, they're they're good at every weight. Um, not really. Doucette's not that good. He's going to lose to a lot of dudes. Sixty-five yeah. is all right. Fifty-seven is all right. Yeah, but he sheets at both weights. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna start uh, at sixty five and then yeah. end at fifty seven. Yep. That's literally <laughs> you can do that. So that would be genius. Do, do, yeah. Well. Yeah, so I'm I'm yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I'll say tournament, but I don't know. I better tournament team. Okay. That's yeah, Oklahoma I guess, State. I guess Fix could rack up a couple pins. It's gonna be like Coach Smith said in his presser, he's gonna have to they're going to have to develop these guys. They're not where they need to be or where, you know, the standard at Oklahoma State is. So, yes, they're going to have to get better, but they can do it for sure. Which brings us to Wisconsin, Badger Nation, uh, where they'll roll out. They're ranked number 11 right now. Eric Barnett, Taylor Lamont, Joey Zargo, Garrett Model, uh, Dean Hamidi, Otto, Dow, Braxton Amos, Trent Hilger. So all familiar names to us here at uh, yeah. FRL and just Division One wrestling. Good team. They could be Th- good for sure. This team, this team feels like some more upside than like instantly than um, Oklahoma State. Just as you compare the lineups, it's like man, this this could go well. Um, yeah. Because you've got a bonus guy in Barnett that's been on the podium. You've got Lamont who's proven. Um. As long as he's healthy, Joey Zargo was a freshman last year. He had some moments. Gomez is a yep. bonus guy who can play Sargo really, Swiderski, really high. Right off the bat, will be interesting what? as well. Sargo Swiderski. Swiderski, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll learn a lot there. And if you get tired in matches, Joey Zargo's maybe not your guy. 
It's true. Yeah, he he'll get guys agreed. tired. So will Garrett Model, who broke Brayton Lee in a way I'd never seen anyone do it, and then but then Brayton got hurt. But really, for Garrett, that was kind of uh, an outlier performance, which made me think something was just up Same with for Brayton. Brayton. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because uh, Garrett really never recaptured that magic. Hamidi c- could be a top three guy, but he's just in just a brutal, brutal weight class. The weight yeah. of weights. The weight of weights. It's already been declared. Um, Josh Otto, this year guy? Josh Otto, baby. Yeah, I actually replaced that because I know he beat up on Calhoun in the wrestle-off. So you guys had Calhoun in there, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Otto. You said no, says I. It's yeah. going to be Josh Otto. Uh, Dow, Tyler Dow. He's like a yeah. Greco dude, but um, he was a recruit. Braxton Amos. He, I, could I, we see James Rowley roll out? He's like 74. Uh, is he 74? Everyone says he's 74. Yeah, Otto beat him in Russell Loss, too. Uh, relatively convincingly. There we go. Ooh. Josh Otto's. Ooh. Yeah. Ben's got Ben, ben looking pretty proud of, proud of Joshua. I love Josh Otto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was he? he tell, was... tell us about him in high school. I don't know a ton about Josh. He's the cookie than... story, remember? Wait, remind me. <laughs> he's so stubborn. You don't remember the cookie story? I don't remember either. I may, I will if you oh, give man. more details, man. Okay, so I mean, this is a long. Time I know. Ago. I have so many cookie uh, stories, Ben. Okay, this is the long. Time. Well, the one, the one year, it's. I think it's his first year at UWA every cadet. So like fifteen, fifteen, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year olds, um, and he's in this match and he keeps doing a head inside single and this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You made him walk home. Back. No, he got to ride with someone else. But I told him he's another one. I said if you shoot okay. head inside single again, you have to walk home. I didn't and know that then, had something uh, to do with. He cookies. went. Yeah, he went and shot at the head inside single and got 10 0 It was 8 0. He got 10 0. And I'm like, oh, God dang it. Um, but then we got home and I was pissed. And yeah, Keegan was 15 also. And they were like, oh my God, that's Dayton Fix. Oh my God, that's uh, Sammy Sat. Like other guys, you know. And I freaking went home and I was like, or went back to where we were all staying at. I yelled at him for like, dude, you guys, I brought you here to compete, not to freaking like Man, look boy. at all, look up to all these dudes. Like, how are you going to battle with them if you're looking up to them too much, you know? Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, then Josh said, you know, I saw him yelling at them. And then Josh is like, hey, my guy like placed or something. Like, I don't, I don't remember exactly what he said. It was something to that effect. And I said, oh, good, Josh. Do you want a cookie? And I freaking walk out to where, I, you know, we, we, it was like we were like an Airbnb. And so I walk out into the room where the parents are or whatever. And uh, I turn around and Josh is following me. I'm like, dude, what, what are you, why are you following me? He goes, hey, you got really got a cookie? <laughs> Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And I'm like, oh, freaking go away, Josh. <laughs> Man, he either is just does not have good uh, – he can't read a Social room awareness. at all. Or or you do a very bad job of no. letting people know you're upset. One or the other. No. I'm like, gee. Uh, yeah, yeah, he said, he said like, Maybe so-and-so really place. Or he made it far. I don't remember what he said. I said, you oh, oh, good. You want a cookie? And then I freaking left. And he followed me. And I'm like, what do you want? He's like – Hey, you got the cookie? <laughs> and he was serious. He wasn't like, because that is. That's a man with no fear. That is, yeah. <laughs> he was serious. He wanted the cookie. How often do you lay into guys like that? <sighs> oh, not that often. I was extra pissed that day because we didn't have anybody place. I mean, that tournament's tough. Keegan lost in the round of 12, I think. But they, yeah, they were like, like wide eyed and looking up. Oh my God, that's this guy or that guy or who, whatever, you know? And it's like, dude, it's like, 
are we here to freaking battle? Are we here to like say, oh my god, that's Dayton Fix and whomever else? Yeah, I don't remember exactly who. That's Probably when Yanni, I knew, maybe something like that. That's when I knew Keegan wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> uh, so I, like, I think he over. lost. I know he lost to Lucas Bird in the round of twelve, and I don't, I don't recall who he lost to on the front side. Yeah, it might have been Malik. Might have been Malik actually. Okay, maybe. Little Keegan. Little Keegan, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was like 100, I think it was 101 pounds that year, maybe. Wow. Yeah. So Josh Otto, he's fighting Josh for the Josh Otto cookies. wants a cookie. <laughs> he wants a cookie. That's hysterical. Uh, what a I guy. Know, so funny. Um, so, yeah, then, man, I'm obviously got a soft spot for Braxton. Hope he does well <laughs> this year. Not the year anyone expected from him last year, including himself. I know he was dealing with with a lot last year, so I'm really hopeful that it's currently ranked 20. Was that wait, last year? Was just, he was just dealing with the weight cutting, correct? No, no, not just the weight oh. cut. Um, okay, so other stuff that I don't know about. Got it. Yeah, he. You should check out his Instagram. He, he's he's open about it, so I guess I can mention it. Oh. Um but his mother had breast cancer last year, and now she's um, she's doing a lot better. It looks like which. You know, praise the Lord. But That's he, good. he talked about how that was just such a weight on him at that point in time. And it is a it is a freaky thing um, to deal with. My my when I was probably around Braxton's age, honestly, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. And that was like the most you've never really dealt with anything like that. It is. Yeah, it it messed with me a, a lot. I, I ended up like I stopped school for basically a year and just work because I was like. Uh, it was it was a whole it was a whole thing. He's great, as you all know, uh, and it sounds like um, Braxton's mother is doing awesome as well. Um, so that's great. And but that definitely was a, was a weight over Braxton. And he's he's in Wisconsin, which is just like not close to to you know West Virginia yeah, for you geography majors. So I think that was definitely made it even tougher that he's like not there. So she's gonna be in all his matches this year, which is great. So obviously we are rooting for Braxton. So yeah, hopefully he can have a have a nice season this year. And then they got Trent Hilgers back for I believe his final year. Although gotta be, we'll never know for sure with these people. Never, they just will never leave. It's like JD, he's never gonna grow up. This guy's gonna be wearing hot dog mm. costumes till <laughs> till the cows come home. It's completely <laughs> random. Random. Uh, um, if you watch, I think you should leave. You are you. Well, I don't even have to explain it to you. This is one of the best of all their skits. Um, and if you don't watch it, shame on you because we talk about it every other show. Yes, we do. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Still, I talk about. I think you should leave. You have Netflix, I'm sure. Um, What's up? Yeah, here we go. There, <laughs> there he is. There's Tim Robinson. We all got to find the guy who did this. Please watch. I think you should leave. All right, so let's go through the questionnaire. What is the max upside for this team? I'm pretty high. I'm my question. Where you can see big points is you need to get guys in that top three, right? You need those big points. So you could see it with Gomez. You could yep. see it with uh, Hamity. Mm-hmm. Barnett is the next guy. Maybe you could yeah, see places like- high because the weight's not amazing. I mean, Barnett's currently a, he, six, he wrestles though. hard. He he's tough to beat, but at the same time, sometimes he struggled against these like really high level guys in neutral. 
you know, like a Courtney, for example, um, Kaylor, he struggled against, although did he beat him in the wrestle back side? He beat, he lost him on the front side pretty convincingly. He, he and pinned him. Pinned him in the wrestle back. So he's got that big move potential. So maybe, but, um, I think probably five through eight is more likely for Barnett. Yeah. He has beaten McKee um, in his past. Yep. To um, maybe just the one time. Um, he definitely beat him once. Uh, maybe yeah. more than once, though. I think it's just the one. Really? Uh, he. Oh, no, he majored him. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to say beat him. Yeah, I thought, I thought there was another one in there somewhere. I mean, you know, these two, McKee and Barnett. They're kind of cut from the same cloth. Pinners. Yeah, a little bit, yes. They can kind of uh they can lose matches they should win. They can they have big moves. So yeah, Barnett's a guy where if you look at 125, there's there's Spencer, huge. And then Patrick Glory, you feel yep. great about those two as the top two. And then yep. you know, beyond that, it's I think it's a little more open. I Barnett would always probably yeah. be an underdog to a Courtney, but Beyond that, yeah. I could I could see him going on a run. So he could be like the third high placer. Hilger, yeah, I, I don't possible. give up on people, but I don't. There's not a lot of evidence that he's going to return to that form we had seen in the past. It could happen, but he he wasn't no. the guy that that we saw place you know sixth and eighth. So I'm not I'm not as sure about him. Yeah. So this team, it was I mean, kind of, there's a lot of parody at heavyweight when I look through. You know, like I mean, I think him and Zach Elam actually wrestled in the round of twelve his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zach's right there, and then you know, like Slava Kuski, Davis, and Elam Orndorff. They don't feel unbeatable for Hilger. No, um, but then you you keep going down the list, and it's like ah, he's probably gonna be like in some really tight matches with a lot of these dudes. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, he beat Elam one zero. Yeah, in, in 2019. That sounds like a fun match. That sounds like a real hoot and a holler. <laughs> so with this, with this max upside, this this could be a top, five. like not top. I don't five. know, but like, where do you see the improvement like coming seven, from? Of where they're ranked? Like Barnett's currently oh, six. Above where they're ranked. Let's see. Yeah, because Barnett's... like this incorporates, you know, Bar- this this puts ranked. Barnett at like six. I think Lamont's six. ranked twelfth. Hilger's eleventh. Like Amos could improve, but because he's currently ranked twenty third, mm-hmm. Gomez he'd is have to what third to like uh, you know high to be exactly for it to really points. make a difference. Gomez is already three. Yeah, like like and that's where that? I'm just what's, like, well, that's Hamidi, why I guess Hamidi is probably the most likely. The of, question of, is um, max max upside. But uh, that's but the JD what to what JD's saying, he's got a good point about like. To go up from where they are, they'd have, they'd have to go up in individual performances. So who you look at it and you say, who's going to go up that far? And I think, you know, because their best guys are already ranked relatively high. Hamidi's probably their best chance. And he's currently sixth. Barnett could get to fourth. So that's two spots. That's not insignificant. Yeah. Um, I not can see uh, Taylor Lamont going from round of 12 to six. I mean, that's where Ragason is. That's not unreasonable. Um, yeah. Zargo, I feel he's probably about where he's going to be. Um, round, round of 12 yeah. kind of, 11, kind of guy. Yeah. Gomez, finals. Uh, so one spot, but that could be four points. That's not yeah. insignificant. 57, I don't think so. 
65. Um, he's ranked what? Sixth. Sixth. Yeah, that's two spots maybe. Um, 74. I don't know. This you, is where we're getting the improvement right here. You tell me. You tell I'm me. I'm hoping my guy can uh, qualify for NCAAs and, and win a couple matches. That'd be that'll be I would be very happy. Okay. So that's not. I look at some of these guys down in the twenties, and I feel like he can go with them. But I guess we'll see. we'll see. Dow, I don't think so. I don't see a big jump there. Braxton's the one with the biggest opportunity. To, to yeah, but by. then ninety-seven is also one of the toughest too. My gosh, he could jump nine spots and be like in a battle with Tanner Sloan, who's ranked fourteenth. Like this yeah. weight is I mean, nuts. Caffey, Norfleet, like these dudes are good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he'll be competitive with those guys, but he's going to beat multiple really good guys to get on the podium. Yeah. So I feel like maybe seventh is like max upside for this team. Yeah. <clears throat> That's about right. That's fair. Okay. How many AAs? How many All Americans for the Badgers? Badger Max. Probably. So I'm going to set an over under. I'm going to say three. Three and a half is over under. The line might be two and a half, three and a half. I think it's three and a half. Three and a half is over. You feel good about Barnett, sure. Gomez, and Hamity? Yeah. Yep. And then and then, and then can two Le- more get in? Lamont, you've got Amos, you've got Hilger. I'd probably go under though. Yep. Three and a half and take take three. Yeah. That's probably what I would do. I'll take three. Yep. I feel good about three for this team. Higher or lower than current ranking at end of year? This could be higher. a push situation. You think yeah. higher? You think they get in the top ten? I think this feels right to me. I kind of like just saying 11. Because we, we were looking at all the rankings, and it's like, yeah, that feels right. That feels right. And, okay, there's improvement well, here, but that's not going to affect above them. NCAA score too yeah. much. Yeah, you're I think right. they're higher. I think they can get above Northwestern and Minnesota. Yep. I kind of agree not looking at those teams. Although yeah, Northwestern they... balled out at NCAAs last year because I did not expect that out of them. That's Can they replicate that? Is the question? Yeah, I mean, but that but that was like impressive because some of these dudes like you didn't even think were that good, and then they're you know they're like placing and stuff. And you're like, whoa, wait, what happened here? Well, who did that? Who placed it? You didn't uh, think it was good? did Tasha Hart place? No, I don't think so. Was it? Uh, hold on. Who was it that I was most shocked about? I'm looking it up right now. Teams. Uh. Okay, so they had. Gosh, they got six last. Year. I guess that I didn't think D'Agostino was that good. He he took fourth, uh, Cannon seventh. I guess that was that was kind of where I expected that. I think Talshar was in the All American round. No, sir. He won one match. I think if Yaya would have had some days yeah. from two years ago, last year. Yeah, Yaya is is one. I mean, Deacon winning is obviously pretty big points. Who else they have All Americans? I thought they had five All Americans last year. Then that Lucas Davison, uh, Lucas, Ryan Deacon, Deacon. won. No, only uh, four then. They only, so they only four. had four. Yeah, I was wrong. Agostino getting fourth is pretty tremendous. Like he's definitely yeah. a guy. For a while, we were like, this guy is an all-American type of wrestler. But fourth is like that's extremely competitive. Really good. Yes. Can he do it again? We will see. Uh, so yeah, that's Northwestern. Do you want to do questions before we get uh, before we do some more teams? You feel good with? Yeah, let's get the questions. It's already 9.25. It's already 9.25. Okay. First question. Um, AZ Wrestling Fan. Oh, this is the hater. 
Uh, as you may go to <laughs> the hater. Oh wait, we didn't finish Wisconsin. Um, I thought we did. Better duel or tournament? I said higher. I think better duel. Duel. You're falling right into Mike Jarman's 119's trap. He said we've been <laughs> saying they're all better duel teams than tournament teams. Well, some of them are. Sometimes it's just a. Uh, Sometimes that's just same. true. I feel like, like you... I said tournament for Oklahoma State, didn't I? Go back, yeah. wind the tape. Well, the, he's talking about previous shows. Obviously okay. He didn't. Yeah, I was kidding. His, yeah. He sent this 13 gotcha. hours ago. Um. Yeah, he said you've been going over teams. You projected pretty much every team to place higher in the ranking, and said they're better dual teams and tournament teams. That's not true. I'm moving on. Not even the case. Which non-Penn yes. State team has the best one-two punch? Hmm. Well, now what? Now how do we define one-two punch? Do they have to be back-to-back in the lineup, or yes. just the best two wrestlers? No, I think back-to-back in the lineup. And it yes. doesn't have to be like twenty-five, thirty-three. No, be like... I was thinking anyway because I assume he's talking about. Uh, Seventy-four, eighty-four for Penn State. Yeah, that's pretty good. Although they also <laughs> have an eighty-four, ninety-seven national champion combo. That's true. They got the one, yes. two, three. That'd be <laughs> back to back to back. Yeah. So okay, uh, who would it be? Who does? Um. I, what's does Iowa, Iowa have War- a good one, Warner two Cass? Warner Cass is good. Um, gotta be up there. Indeed. Who else? Um. What do you think about national champs? They try to go one way or the other way from them. So fix Lee. No. Who's Iowa? Iowa's thirty three is not that great this year. Teskey. Uh, forty one. But if you say Spencer's getting six Woods Murin. Woods Murin, man, no. is that really it? Um, no, it's not as good as Warner. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of other. I mean, but uh, what about um? We go Karchla Smith. Um, uh, oh my gosh, Romero! Yeah, that's a decent one. That's a good one, two, three. Smith Romero, yeah. man, that's good. Oh, but... Peyton Rob, Peyton Rob, and uh, uh, Ridge, two and two. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. Yeah, those, um... yeah, not stage. a lot of one two punches. Yeah, Parko Teamer. I was gonna say, let's look at Arizona State. I mean, Courtney McGee is pretty good, too. Yeah, Courtney McGee is good, yeah. And that's a true one-two punch there. Does Virginia Tech have any one-two punches? Who's their 65? Because now they got... Uh, it's going to be like Connor Brady. Yeah. No. I mean, Makai Bolin is good if Bolin is back. There you go. Uh, yeah, no. Stanford, of... no. Princeton, no. Yeah. Not a lot Not of really back-to-back mayhem. Uh, Amin, you got Amin and, and uh, Luan. They're, that's all right. Yes. Man. All right. Well, we need to. Well, a... Luan, number one, feels kind of strange. I will the, tell you that. Yeah, we got, we got to intervene there. <laughs> I, he should not be ranked I don't think one. I it's don't just... think you're going to be able to intervene. Well, you would think, but I. No, I... you won't be competing in any matches. Oh, I'm not going to intervene in that way. I'm going to intervene in the don't rank him number one way. Bryce Andoni is oh. the rightful number one. Um, That's fair. Well, he's ranked fourth right now, so what are you going to do? Yep. All right, well, that's a fun question. All right, let's let's go to the next one. Um, Has there been an NCAA team champ in recent memory that would not have been the dual team yes. champion? Yeah, I would say so. 
Um, Penn State's had some that. Well, well Penn just State use lost duels. Christian, that, if you just look at the team champs, they're not all undefeated. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but that's so easy. If, just because they lost a duel one time doesn't mean they'll lose it again, or they would lose it. X I would, above fifty percent. Well, I mean, say, how many chances did you give him, JD? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Maybe two. They, they only won the tournament once as well. I would say, I would venture to say that there is there. These teams are more likely to lose dual meets oh, than, than to huh, than to have a changed result at uh, for the tournament. I feel like the tournament results are a lot stickier at yeah. the highest level yes. than than duels. It's inarguable. Duel, duel. So, I would say. There's probably been a lot of teams, like even like Penn State had some crazy competitive duels this last yes. year, right? And they ran away with the with the yep. tournament. So I think it would be more frequent. Of yes, course, I agree. But my my thing was you can't just say well they lost a duel during the season so that they will definitely lose. Well, we did for a team title. Fortunately, we didn't say well, that. Well, Ben did. He said none of the, he said these teams are undefeated, so they wouldn't win a dual team title. I don't know. I said, yeah, I mean, kind of by definition that there's more likely that they would lose if they've already lost. Yeah, correct. Right? That's, I think that's all he was saying. Correct, which is why dual team title is so awesome. So awesome. We should do it. Did Ben Askren have Chris Pendleton over? And did they rematch? Yeah, did. I heard that went <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, he's a nice guy. I had some, uh, a few of the coaches over. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, he's a nice guy. He's recruiting some of our guys. I think he's doing a good job at Oregon State. So, uh, no, I don't hold. I don't hold grudges. That's good. Not yes. a grudge holder. Um, who will be the first that is ranked in the top ten of their weight to be upset? This oh, is, I mean, some, also, well, it's upset, probably so going to happen this to a year. Higher person. Also, define upset. Like, is if just losing to someone ranked below you? That's it. I think that's the easiest that's way. Okay, well, that'll happen it. a lot in the top ten. Well, when's the first? We know when's the first. It's got to be this they weekend. Know the first one. First yeah. weekend, guaranteed someone loses. Guaranteed for sure. Um, I feel like definitely at Michigan, least Michigan State, it'll happen. It doesn't yes, happen in the Michigan first State two or happen. three weeks, November 22nd, it'll happen. Why? Star. Oh, yeah. Like oh, somebody yeah. is going to lose that's ranked above, okay. probably. All Ooh. the favorites will win 100%. <laughs> I bet we will have like five top 10 losses by the time that event happens, maybe more. Yeah, but it doesn't. The top ten losses don't count if they lose to someone higher than them. Of course. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even with with that. Um, yeah, there's definitely going to be some. I'll go under, under five, under five, under five. Top under ten five upsets before by the, the time the, before the all star. Give me the under. I have to look. I have to start looking. I feel, it feels happen. like you're right. Rapid but, fire. Uh, I'll say yes then, without thinking about it too much. Seems right. Yeah, you could be right. I'm putting it out. I mean, there's there. some there's some relatively big matches early. You know the 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 thing Wisconsin and and Iowa State are in this weekend. Then Mizzou's got that one that's pretty big. The next weekend they got the Michigan State Open. You're gonna have quite a few like competitions before November 22. Indeed. Um. Any rumors from Penn State about matchups and lineup battles in the room? No. Um. I don't even know if they've had like a wrestle off type of thing. They, Christian, you're telling me you didn't bug their room when you went there? <laughs> you heard correctly. Jeez. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But I, but also, I feel like we pretty much know 
what their lineup's yeah. going to look like. The the big question, 57 um, with Bearclaw, Haynes. But beyond that, I don't know what they're, you know, we want to see Shane Van Ness, right? We want to see what he looks like. But yes. I don't think anyone expects anyone else to start there. Same with 65, Facundo. 74 up is, is totally locked in stone. So no rumors, but um, if we hear any, we might pass them along. Um, let's see. All right, here's a good question from Ben Randolph, 2040. Would you rather place 8th, 7th, 6th, and 5th or get second four times? <laughs> it's easy for me. Second. Oh, it's a tough question. Because you got to go, you got to go deep side logically on this one. Because if you're yeah. a guy, you have to know eight, yourself. Seven, well, yeah, you, you moved up every year. You got a little bit better. You probably weren't that good in the first place if you took eighth at NCAs, um, and you made those improvements. And if you took four, second four times, freak, you were freaking good from the jump. And and the fact that you never were able to get it, that hurts bad. I don't care. So Nobody's bad. gonna talk about you in scenario one. Four-time finalist, you're yeah, a legend. But, well, in your you're own getting right. talked about for for maybe not a great reason. Don't care. I mean, I'd say yeah. it is a great reason, but yeah, you're, you're still a four-time. But how do you finalist. feel about yourself? It's how do you feel about yourself? True. F all those other people. True. So, all right, here's a question well, for that, JD. That doesn't affect me. Here's a question for JD <laughs> then, because he's a, it's all about just getting talked about. That's his main thing. And just like, well, you, hold you, on, you got to rest underneath the bright lights on Saturday night. Like, other scenario, you never, you never did. If you go like two one two two, no one's probably going to talk about that, you know. Uh, well, okay, I'd, so I'd rather be that. You oh, but you would rather be that. So yes. now it's not about the. Of course. Okay. That's not all about. <laughs> you sounded pretty excited about variety. it. I feel like. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that would be such a haunting amazing. thing. Um, I know I lost twice in the finals, and it was like, dude, I can't freaking lose in the finals again. That freaking sucked. Like. Yeah. I got so close. I want to win this title. Uh, and I think if you were eight, seven, six, you you would um, you would be out of range where you were ever like, I was going to win that year, you know? And you would be happy you made improvements. So I, I feel like from a psychological standpoint, it would be significantly easier to handle situation A than situation B. Not even thinking about what other people think of you. Just thinking about yourself like, man, man. you never got it done. Yeah, It'll be you got to remember, you're a mental midget. I'm a mental giant. <laughs> I love it. Um, Ben, was there ever a more psychologically satisfying feeling than when you won as a junior? No, that was no that that or making the Olympic team, right? Because it was something I thought about for a long time. Kind of yeah. say same same sentiment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want to look at eight fifty two because there were some questions we can get to last week as a result of I don't know what I don't know why. Uh, Eric Toe asked a question about the singlets and I. Uh, I'm a, I was a big singlet trader, but it's been Dude, too long. I, would have said, I remember New Jersey ones are cool, but I don't remember much else. Man, Ben, I would have said, I guarantee you, Ben was not a guy trading singlets. Well, I, went, oh, I wasn't good when I was young, so I had to do something, right? You got to go hustle some singlets. <laughs> I was it. out. What am I going to do, Christian? Sit in the stands and pop? <laughs> I'm going to go trade some singlets. Take right. my mind off it. Got it. Hawaii had some sick ones. They had the the flower ones, and that was when Travis Lee beat Nick Simmons. Oh dang! Yeah, big throwback. Um, okay, from the real Avery Lynch. If Kale retires or leaves Penn State, does his staff stay there, or they pursue head coaching jobs elsewhere? Gotta stay there. 
Yeah, why would you leave? Um, and why would Penn State look outside? They wouldn't. I guess that would, I mean, that's the only thing is like Kale's been able to hold it together. We talked about that for a while. And if they were to hire, would there be uh, fighting within for who's going to get it? Or or can they can they maintain the same um, mm-hmm. balance if someone gets it that, that maybe everyone doesn't feel is rightful guy? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, like who who was the head coach then? I mean, it's it's yeah. it would be Cody or Casey, pretty obviously. Um, yeah, uh, you probably can't go wrong either way. It would seem like Cody, because of how involved Casey is in the room. But then again, Cody's probably really involved there as well. Yeah, they could make it work either way. Um, we already talked about the hundred first graders. Um, is this who would you? Is this was this a who would you rather fight? Yeah, Ben Ben is absolutely confident he could take out a hundred first graders. Not yeah, if they, they charge at you me. all at Impossible. the same time, one at a time. No, though I have they, the stamina no. to withstand them and well, devour yeah, them. <laughs> you just punch them in the face as they come individually, but um, it's a hundred at once. Well, yeah, yeah, I can't protect my back at all times. All right, how many? Okay, since he's in the room right now, Ben. Listen, I have a first grader, JD. I know exactly how much damage they do, and the answer is none. They don't hurt you. They o- they overwhelm you. I'm sure they're. they're I need. Yeah, like, but you have one. You don't have. I need. I mean, the only scientist. way. No, no, Christian. The only way you're going to lose is if you if you die from exhaustion or you feel bad for hurting first graders. That was the only ways. They can't hurt you. They can't. I think I, you got I, me. I go. I'm thinking I'm missing first these first graders. graders I have up. a first grader. JD don't have any kids. He don't know what it's like. This this is true. First grade is really weak, but as they get to like third grade, they get a little, a little squeezy. They, yeah, they, they all combine little, little powers. Tougher. I don't know yeah. how many. Okay. Do these first grade graders think about? Do it. these first graders know how to fight? Like, are they going to be going for my eyes? Yes. Yes. The genitals. Killer do, do they know graders. this? They, they, they have rabies. They got Ooh. rabies. Well, if they got rabies, <laughs> rabid first graders, you're a dead man. <laughs> ben, uh, what? how many? How many Mark Baders could you take? He's in the room right now. So I'm gonna relay. Dude, Mark Bader, that's tough. Uh, I think after two, I'd be overwhelmed. I think I beat up two. After and two, then you cannot up, beat up yeah, two Mark two. Baders at the same Bull time. Oh crap! I'll beat up two Mark Baders at the same time. <laughs> I will hurt two Mark Baders. <laughs> that's insane. They got man. this thing. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know this thing that Bader, Bader, and uh, a few of his of his comrades at Mizzou, they got this little guy versus big guy thing where the little guys. Try to fight the big guys on the Mizzou team. Still, I don't. Bader still hasn't grown up. He's still yeah. doing this. Like yeah. he just did it a couple months ago. Little guys aren't as effective yes. as fighting individually. Speed. Sure, one on one, no, two on yeah. one. No, no, no. They gang up. They gang he up. He just said Bader they, they, said I would kill him. He's not even like no. <laughs> he's, he's not even revved up about this. It's it's he's very matter of fact. And no, I I've got Bader a side with Ask him. Bader guy. Ask Bader. Right now, ask him about the little guy versus big guy. Okay, he Say, Mark, Ben wants you do me the to ask you about the little guy versus big guy. I don't know what that means. The little guys against the big guys, clearly the little guys usually win. The little, yeah, the little guys usually no, win. No, they don't. <laughs> no, That's what he said. That's what he said. No, I, but we do, we do rumble with him. We ain't scared. Yeah, he's not scared. Well, one might not just, be scared. I'm whooping two baiters' asses. Listen, <laughs> one baiter's just going to jump on your back like a spider monkey, and then they're going to throw all your war medals over the bridge. Well, if, if we're talking about street fighting, it's, baiter's got that long hair, so you can punch him and pull him and... Sorry, you could sargoosh him. He would. He would, he would. You could hockey his, punch. He would cut his hair for a for a fight for combat. How um, does he know? So now this is premeditated. 
he's attacking me? Yeah, we're setting You're it going up. into battle. Yeah, it's like, that's the scenario. You're in a Thunderdome, oh and it's like 100 first graders <laughs> has been, and then... Um, oh, God. Yeah. I'm envisioning now the Coliseum, and do you know how, like, in Gladiator, when they pull those doors out and the tigers, like, come out and stuff? I'm envisioning Ben or me just standing in the middle, and they pull those doors back, and then just 100 little first graders come yeah. marching out in single file from all directions. And they're all wearing, like, Paw Patrol shirts and stuff. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Transformers, whatnot. Uh, and then I'm just punting them across the Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of. You talk about I, beating up first graders. I feel guilty. <laughs> Even the thought of like punching a first grader, I feel bad about it. I'm like, dude, I can't do that. <laughs> this deviant has no kids. He doesn't know. No kids. No, <laughs> kids. no kids. Um, all right, right well, we should leave. It's them or me. Before JD takes us any further. Yeah, who knows where he's going to go? He's already wearing a hot dog costume. Uh, <laughs> so we're getting out of here. Listen, he already had the music. He's right. Tyler. You know, I just thought about you could just for the hundred version, you could just have bags of candy, you just throw it, and then they'd all go over there and then you like kick like six of them. Yeah. And then you'd throw the other key. They'd be so distracted. What would make it interesting is if you were in like not an enclosed thing, but like almost like just a column and you could throw them off like the cliff or whatever. Um, Then I think it would be easier to feed them. But if you can't like dispatch of them very easily and efficiently, we're done. But they would just go in water and they'd be fine. Just they are just eliminated from competition, not not walking the earth. Alright. That's as good a place as any to stop. Ben has taken off his earpiece, so he's really done. Happy Halloween. Be careful out there. If you got kids. If you're a grown man trick-or-treating, stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. JD. The only part of trick-or-treating is you should be spreading joy to, to young children. Giving out king-size candy bars. That's not what I'm doing to young children. I'm fighting them. (laughs) He's here to fight them and train them up. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Happy Halloween. Goodbye.